You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the Mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. now, 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 now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. We see the last On 97.3 The Fan. All right, we are halfway home. On a Thursday, September 28th, 2023, Ben and Woods, 97.3 Defend. I really appreciate you guys being here, supporting the show. Can't tell you how grateful I am uh, for that. You guys are, are, you know, I pay for therapy as well, but this is very therapeutic to be able to come in and get things off your chest. Um, you can follow us, watch us on YouTube as well, uh, youtube.com. You can uh, search Ben and Woods, you'll find us. You can find us on Twitch. You can listen on the Odyssey app or on your transistor radio. Comes in crystal clear on the FM dial, Ben. 97.3 is the frequency. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle, executive producer. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, joins us as well. Yeah, we got a very busy second half of the show. We do. Uh, I'm very uh, I'm very tired of, of the Padres drama and the... Um, the the non-answers and the, you know, you were just telling me a little bit, I guess Kevin AC had a little follow-up today in, in his daily newsletter, well, uh, which yeah, I enjoy very yeah, much. Yeah, and I will say, I, I brought it up right away that I thought one of the the biggest points of the piece that he put, put up yesterday was that Peter Seidler in recent days, because we haven't heard from Peter Seidler, but he has made it known from where he's recuperating that he'd like to see Bob Melvin and A.J. Preller come back. But the tone of Kevin's piece yesterday was that, the relationship may be unfixable. Civil and war. They're both on shaky ground going into a meeting at the end of the season. You can't throw out the words civil war civil and then war. be like, everything's good, though. I, I, the way I read that was that unless, you know, they really wow the the brain trust, you know, the meeting, Eric Gruppner and whoever is representing Peter from Seidler Equity Partners in this meeting, that one or both of them probably have to go. Even though they'd like them to say, they'll probably have to go. Kevin kind of this morning in his newsletter said, I wrote yesterday about the expectation that Bob and AJ will be back next season. Now, within the story, there was context regarding their strained relationship, but, you know, he, he... it does now seem more like he didn't, maybe he didn't want it to sound so much like they're definitely close to being on the way out. They're, they're more close to being on the way back in for another season next year. 
And I know there's a lot of Padres fans who are not going to like that. Yeah, for either reason. I mean, there's plenty of people who want to see Melvin go. There's plenty of people that want to see Preller go. Uh, there's plenty of people that want to see them both go. I haven't heard from many, to be honest with you. And we have a lot of engaged listeners, followers on Twitter, comments in the chat. I haven't seen very many say, I want to run it back with these two guys at the helm. I honestly, I'm racking my brain. I think I might have seen one, and it's from maybe the most positive human being on Twitter. And that's it. That's the only person I said, you know what? This year was an outlier. Let's run it back and see what happens. Um, I don't know. I, I That's honestly the only one I can think of. I've seen a lot of fire Melvin. I've seen a lot of fire AJ. I've seen a lot of fire on both. I've seen one say, just bring them back. I, I would love to see them run September back, you know, next year, all year long. And yeah, you we know, do that. It's going to be remember. Fun year. Remember, they're doing this, and you say, "Hey, well, what about the pitching? You know, they're not going to have Snell." Well, they're doing this without two of their key starters anyway. I mean, yesterday's game, you're not expecting that much from Matt Waldron, and yet they find a way to go and win in, in extra innings. They f- they're finding ways to win mostly games that they found ways to lose earlier this season. There's a good team in there somewhere. We always knew that. That's what the run differential told us. Not that. Not that they would be able to fix things and make the playoffs, but that there's a good team somewhere in there that's fighting to get out, and we just haven't seen enough of. A team that shows up, you know, three out of seven games a week. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But And when they show up, they show up big. I mean, they roll in. But now they're showing up a little more little when they need to as well. More solid. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're playing good baseball. Is it too late? That remains to be seen. It feels like it is. Um but I, I I do wonder now. I mean, it's not a it's not a total walk back uh, by Kevin in his piece, but it is. I I think it is important with everything you you read and hear. You do have to take all of it with with a grain of salt. Bob Melvin in, in Dennis Lynn's piece, you know, he said Bob Melvin would cons- maybe consider walking away, and then Bob Melvin's like. I don't know. Where'd that come from? I'm not walking away. Who? What moron would walk away from a MLB manager's job worth four million dollars uh, in San Diego? And he's I'm going to finish what I started. So, I, I, not that any of this is bad reporting. It's all great reporting. It just you hate to say no one can sit. Kevin can't write a piece that says let's all just wait and see what happens. We can't do it either. Hey, let's just see how it plays out. It's not. I mean, that's not. Doesn't the, the, nobody wants to hear that? I also want to make clear when you say that uh, you know it's pretty much a foregone conclusion they're going to miss the playoffs. It is this the fact that they're even still alive is pretty insane Remarkable. to begin with. The thought that they could keep it going here for another four days—they'd need, I believe, it's thirteen of fourteen things <laughs> to happen. Essentially, they need every game one. They need to win their last three. They need the Cubs to lose their last four. They need the Marlins to lose their last four. They need the Reds to lose at least two of their last three to get into the postseason. It's gnarly. So well, and they have an off day today. The Padres do, but the Marlins and Cubs both play today. Same time at the same time, about four ten, I think. If and the Marlins or Cubs win, we're done. We're done. Yeah. So now we can get eliminated. Now, the fact that if both those teams lose today, though, and the Padres can actually take this thing into the final series of the season. Is, is everything that they need within the realm of possibility? Does it require a wizard to you know make it happen? No, that's why it's called mathematically alive. There is one scenario out of the millions of possible ones that still gets them to the postseason. No one, I mean, unless you're 
absolutely, completely bonkers. No one thinks the Padres are going to make the playoffs here. If they did, it would be written about as one of the all-time sports stories and miracles ever. 30 for 30. The San Diego Padres, who were out of it, 11 games under 500, and staring at this mountain of teams above them, and eight and a half games out of a wild card spot, made the playoffs in 2023. It would be incredible. Now, I got this tweet this morning from uh, at Janky14. got an X. Move on, dude. You're embarrassing yourself. Even if they did make the watered-down postseason, where are they going? Going to jump up and down wearing a wild-card shirt? LOL. That guy is maybe the worst follow on Twitter. Is he? Yeah. I mean, possibly. Not maybe. He's the worst. I don't, the worst I don't think Twitter. they're going to make it. If they did, though, they'd have a great chance because everyone does in the postseason. Wild-card teams make it to the World Series all the time. That's the Philadelphia Phillies last year. And do you think anyone wants to play the Padres if they were in the playoffs? Braves don't. They, they want no part of the Padres in the postseason. Dodgers don't want to see them again. They saw what happened last year. No one wants to play the Padres in the playoffs. And like I've said, they're not going to have to. But you don't. Yeah, of course you want them to get in. And if they got in, you'd think, all right, well, now everything's wiped away. Everyone's There's zero, zero and zero again. Just like that we've been waiting for and hoping for all year long. It would happen. It would be it would be a miracle. And can you tell me that the excitement in this town wouldn't be as off the charts as ever? I think a miracle run to the postseason would create an incredible atmosphere again in San Diego. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's a, it's such a no brainer. And uh, I, I, yeah, I don't I don't think it's embarrassing at all to say no. We're still. I think that's what probably rubbed. Padres fans the the most wrong about what Josh Hader said the other day when he said, "Are we in a playoff race?" I mean, the answer is still yes, we are, and that's that's the tough part. Like we all know the math. Yeah, we know the Man math. knows the math, but he's still playing out there. Yeah. That's what he wants to believe. That until they're fully out, then they're not out. They were watching the game. Did you see that? He and Nick Martinez went up into the tunnel to watch the end of the Cubs Braves game. <laughs> I did not. see And that. when the the Braves won at walk off, they came down and got guys. We still got a pulse. Still alive. We're still alive. Wow. And, you know, it created some excitement in the pot. This is what you do, uh, you know, to, to give yourself some motivation to keep it going. And Josh Hader, what he did was he just poured a bunch of cold water on guys who were at least trying to be enthusiastic. Yeah, for sure. That's what bothered me. Trying about it. not to not quit. That he's, not that he's wrong. You know, a one in a million chance is not a chance. No. It's a lottery ticket. He's not wrong, but he's pouring a bunch of cold water on guys good. And right at the end of a terrible season. Don't do that. Don't pour a bunch of cold water on it. Yeah, I mean, I I don't want to do that either. I, it's so far out of the realm of possibility that it happens. But until it's over, it's not over. It could be today. I mean, again, one win by the Cubs, one win by the Marlins, and it's over. And they're all fighting for playoff spots. Other teams won't be. It would be insane if, if they all lost all their games. But... They're all on the road. The Marlins, the Cubs, and the Reds do not play another home game. The Padres are, are obviously on the road, but they're playing the White Sox. I mean, you could see the Padres with something to play for. Certainly could sweep the White Sox this weekend. But it's the other games that those are the dicey ones. You know, I think it's the Cubs play one more against the Braves and then at Milwaukee. So good teams on the road, but ones who have already clinched anything they can clinch. Miami's Atl- got the Mets. Atlanta's got home field advantage. They can't do better than that. Milwaukee's locked into the three seed. They can't do better than that. So they don't have anything to play for. They just want to stay healthy. You're not going to lose all those games, are you? I know. The Marlins Miami's- got the Mets, and then who do they uh, have? The Pirates. The Pirates. Weekend. 
I mean, nothing to play for at the end. The Reds have the Cardinals in St. Louis. I mean, it'd be a nice little Adam Wainwright farewell. Um, you know, they're not going to lose all those games. But until they do, someone loses at least one of them. Padres are still alive. Man, if we make it through today, that would be. <laughs> I think if they made it through today, I will start to believe. I mean, <laughs> now that they've won an extra I mean, inning game, I know that's Any, anything's possible. That's all I really want. Because if they make it through today, the Padres were alive for every show of our regu- that, of the regular season. That's exactly right. Because when we get here on Monday morning, it's the over. season will be over no matter what, yep. yeah. playoffs or not, and they will have been alive for every day of <laughs> yeah. every show. That we had this season. I'll, I'll be it very, very slim, <laughs> but still alive. On life support, absolutely. Yep. yep. Oh, oh, my God. And now man. it all is out of their hands. They just need the the Mets, and they need the uh, or they need the Braves and the Mets to win today. Yep. To keep themselves alive not, for another it's day. It's not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> Let's go Braves. Let's We're go Mets. Two things I thought, never thought I, would, uh, never thought I would say. Right, as I said, busy second half of the show coming up at the bottom of the hour. It's Thursday. That means an Eno Saris Thursday, our smart baseball segment. Eno, one of the smartest guys we know. But following him up at 9 o'clock, Kyle Body from Driveline, uh, who has uh, helped revolutionize baseball. We've had him on before. He went and worked with the Reds for a while. Now he's back. Uh, doing his thing independently with players at Driveline. And then we got our football threesome. It's a Thursday uh, coming up at 920 as well. So we got a ton to get to, Woods, uh, here in the second half of the program. I'm here for it. Let's get hyped up. All right. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, 833-288-0973 if you want to join us here before Eno checks in. Look at some of those other games that are going on in baseball. We had a big basketball trade. I assume that's a Rindle Report story. No if we don't get to today. it. Oh, no Rindle Report today. Oh. Yeah. All we right. don't have any time. Yeah, that's true. We're so busy today. We got no time for anything. Uh, we'll probably have to mention the big trade then. Kudos to you, down. Basketball Ben, for not even bringing it up for two hours and thirteen right. minutes. Basketball Ben makes Basketball a brief ben appearance next. coming up on ninety-seven where's, three. The fan. Where's Ryder Cup Ben? Uh, it's tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow. <laughs> Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This segment of Men and Woods is brought to you by the Golf Mart. Do I need oh. to just take the segment off, can I? Speaking of golf, just ah. because I brought it up right there, we do have our first uh, pairings for the Ryder Cup. We're just announced. Tomorrow's foursomes in the morning, four matches. Uh, some good ones. Uh, you got Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns starting it out against John Rahm and Tyrrell Hatton. Then Max Homa and Brian Harmon. The uh, the Open champion Brian Harmon against Victor Hovland and uh, Aberg, the rookie who has just come up and made the team. Uh, Ricky Fowler, Colin Morikawa against Lowry and Straka, and then Xander Cantley, the best uh, pairing I think that we've got going against uh, Rory McIlroy and Tommy Fleetwood. That's a good one to wrap up the foursomes matches. What time does all this go down? I think it gets started like around two in the morning here. No, I think it's like 11 p.m. here almost. Like late tonight, tonight will be the so you're not sleeping the time difference because they they're playing you, 36 tomorrow, so they got to start early in Rome, at 6:05, which Rogers. means probably like Ooh. 8 a.m. in Rome. So I don't know if it's eight or nine hours, but it'll probably be around midnight tonight that don't, you'll don't, get the first hey, coverage. Look at me, look at us. Don't, don't watch any of it. Go to bed tonight. It's fine. We you get locked in more for the singles matches on Sunday at the end anyway. Go to bed tonight. Go home. He can't. Get off work. I will. Go no, to bed. I'll be too tired. I'll fall asleep. Get your ass I'll watch morning. a little bit as I'm falling asleep. but I probably will wake up to some. Yeah, and we'll wake up to see how the matches did. And then I'm the more, second matches will be getting underway when we get up. I'm more likely to catch it at 2 a.m. than I am at 11 p.m. I don't know the last time I saw 11 p.m. But you, you'll I get be up, up early. You get up early enough, you'll be able to see the end of the first matches. Okay. You're, you're in prime time right there. Right, I will throw it on. For the first matches. So those are the uh, the pairings, the groupings. For the first uh, wave of the Ryder Cup tomorrow. Uh, also, basketball, Ben, since we're just, just throwing it all out there today. I don't have a lot to say other than Dame Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo. There oh, we there go. We okay. Playing together is pretty cool. Um, you know, the trade, three way trade reported yesterday by ESPN involving the Phoenix Suns as well, ending this long saga of trading Damian Lillard out of Portland. But uh, he wanted to go to Miami. I don't think it was ever going to happen. 
just the pieces never came close to matching up with the the Miami Heat and the Portland Trailblazers. I, if I'm Lillard, I can't be upset though that I'm going to no the Milwaukee Bucks to get to play with he, a two-time MVP. And he doesn't feel upset. I'm looking at his Twitter right now. He tweeted, <laughs> this is so good, the casuals won't be addressed, but the Trailblazers fans in the city of Portland that I love truly will be. And they will be addressed truthfully. Stay tuned. Excited for my next chapter. Then he starts tweeting about um, all, you know, like he's excited. He's retweeting the Bucks and everything Bucks else. Nation. So, yeah, he's he's that's a pretty interesting combo there with Giannis well, and, and, and Dame. And uh, favorites, though yeah, they they've become the betting favorites Got now. Me. They I mean, did, you just they added ins- like the most clutch shooter in the like game, four to one, not overwhelming, but they you know a lot of good teams out there. Uh, you know, the Nuggets are coming back. The Lakers still think they've got a shot. They made the conference championship last season. It's not you don't shrug your sh- shoulders and. It's it's Boston still around. I'm sorry, Dave Roberts. Uh, listen, I I give this trade three team trade. You do a great job. Yeah, he does. It is is Milwaukee not actually a perfect place? I mean, after playing your career in Portland, he knows you got to be the most similar markets in in basketball. I'd say like Portland and Milwaukee. I'd say Milwaukee's yeah. just colder Portland. Yeah, colder, know, uh, Portland. Mid, colder Midwest Portland with better players right, right? now. Yeah, better, for sure, better supporting cast. Absolutely. What is this trade? And somebody tweeted this yesterday. I never saw a good answer to it. Break, do this trade if it was Major League Baseball. Ooh, that's a tough one. Isn't that tough? Because so basketball to trades are sports. so weird. Because you know, like they just Drew Holiday is going to be traded right away. They said so. You don't even know what the final result. What is the roster is going to look like? Yeah, what the rosters are even going to look like? I mean, who's the best player on a crappy team? Plus, it's all about the draft picks and the swapping of the picks, which you don't do in Major League Baseball. There really is no equivalent. How about players? I mean, Lillard is—he's not like—he's not like Shohei Otani. He's okay. not the best player in the game, Mookie obviously. Betts? Yeah, he's, he's like a Mookie Betts level, an okay. MVP. Tatis even close to caliber player, not but not young like Tatis. Obviously, he's He's been around a little more. Mookie's a good comp. Not quite Freddie Freeman old though. And what did they get? Did they get enough back? No, they did not. You never get enough. You never get enough. enough 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 In the NBA, you never get enough back. I saw Jimmy Butler upset. He went to Instagram or whatever immediately and said, "Hey, NBA." Y'all need to look at the Bucks for tampering. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. But I didn't. I, I, I heard it for, from some people. Look at them for tampering. So as I've understood it, tampering is when a guy's a free agent and you like go too early to try to woo him, or your coach says something. Yeah, we'd love to sign that guy who's not on your team anymore. You got right. Players in like post game press conferences. When you're like, discussing, hey, by the way, hey, I'd come love here. to have <laughs> when, when, get you on our team. when you're trying to pull off a trade. I mean, there's no, you're not wooing really anyone. You know, it's the up to the GMs to come up with a trade. You know, it's not. There's no. It shouldn't at least be any convincing of. It's, you're not. You're not trying to convince a free agent to come sign in your town. You're just hoping that he gets traded, that the pieces match up right, and that he can go to your team. How can you tamper? But you're also because you can say because Dame made it pretty clear he had one destination okay. and one destination only. You can convince him to not reject the trade. Correct. Is that tampering though? To convince him not to reject the trade? I, I wouldn't. Pro- I wouldn't call pro- that tampering. Prob- I don't know. Probably. What the, I don't know what the official rules are, but no one's in the NBA going to have a problem. They want this behind them. 
They want the season's oh, about to start. Yeah, uh, you know, training camps are opening up. We're like weeks away from opening day. They don't want a big, you know, where is Damian Lillard story still hanging over the start of the season? They want him playing on a team where he's going to be, and now it looks like he will be with the Milwaukee Bucks, and I think a really good spot for him to land. Uh, you know, in the Eastern Conference, making it very interesting this season. Yeah, I mean, and, and I know, you know, there's a lot of Blazers fans. One of my buddies is a Blazers fan, and he said, you know, honestly, I love, uh, who's their draft kid they drafted? Scoot, um, Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson. Yeah. He's like, let's get this era going. He goes, I love Dame. I appreciate Dame. I'm tired of Dame at yeah. this point. Yeah, they're like, they're going to suck probably for a couple of years, they? but yeah, maybe... You know, maybe it ends up being in the long run, uh, hopefully a good thing for them. I mean, you know, you can't make it work forever. If he doesn't want to be there, he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. You can't make a guy play somewhere he really doesn't want to be. You know, I mean, I know he's under contract. He never put the no trade in. All of that stuff is, is on him, but you don't want you don't want a malcontent there. You know, he said, I'm not playing. If I'm here, I'm not going to play. So you had to do what you had to do, and, and now he's gone. I know Dan Levitard, huge Miami Heat fan, is very upset, <laughs> has been railing against the NBA and and the Milwaukee Bucks. But and, it's not and, like there was a deal in place and Dame said no. Correct. I mean, that was just reports. I mean, Dame, Everybody thought they were going to Dame the committed the ultimate tampering when he said, so I, I only want to go to Miami. Well, you, you signed a contract. It's not up <laughs> to you anymore. So it, that's irrelevant, really, what you think. The fact that he didn't even consider it is just a, a nod at how much they respect you and like you. But they, you can't dictate where you go. I mean, if you wanted to do that, then don't sign a long-term deal. Yeah, go no as doubt. a free agent and go where you want to go. But when you sign a long-term deal, you've got to go where they trade you if you want to be traded. Good point. Pretty good landing spot, though, let's be honest. Yeah, no doubt. He's going to have a You don't hear as there. much about tampering in baseball. I mean, A.J. Preller can't just say, oh, yeah, we're signing Shohei Otani this offseason. They didn't right? send him to Cleveland or something. Right. <laughs> like, he's playing with Giannis. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a good Could be really fun him. to watch, actually. 100%. I won't watch, but I mean, you guys all listen. You guys talk about it. You're watching May. June. I always say that, and I really don't. <laughs> I didn't really watch them. I watched four minutes of basketball this year. It's fine. I'm, I am who I am. Which four minutes did you watch? I think like the last part. I watched more, a lot of college basketball this year, but uh, I watched like the last couple minutes of a Laker game one okay. time because I bet on it because you told me to, and I won. <laughs> Good. Uh, and then who was, won the NBA title? This year? Yeah. Oh, that was uh, Who's Denver. Yeah. yeah, good job. Yes. We're not with their star player. Nikolai Jokic. 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 Uh, you know what? I'm a good one. Any, any pronunciation is fine by me. The fact that you knew it their head coach, and you know him, I'm, I'm okay with that. Their head coach is not George Carl. <laughs> Very good. What's this <laughs> nailing it? Right, we got to get moving. Phil Jackson. We got to get moving. We got uh, Eno Saris coming Who's up next. Coach? Malone. Mike Malone. Mike Malone. Okay. Very good, Polly. You guys are sharp. I mean, Dude, we're not the show. number one sports show in San Diego for nothing. We know who won the NBA title this year and who their star player, who's the MVP of the league, That's exactly year after right. Year is. And I know who their head, MVP. <laughs> I know who their head coach is not. That I do know. You don't get that kind it's of analysis on no. NBA TV or anything. No. Welcome. I bet Jeff Van Gundy might have had trouble with that question. Probably. All right, we got Eno Saris, some smart baseball. We'll get back to it coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Eno Sarah standing by. First, a reminder you can tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti every week. Boomer Asias and Mike Valenti previewing the entire slate of NFL games right here on 97.3 The Fan Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. or on the free Odyssey app. It is presented by Casamigos. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's Nose Home Improvement. Uh, we will check traffic, and then we will talk some smart baseball with the Athletics' Eno Saris next here on 97.3 The Fan. It's time for the Super Polished, just to be named Smart Baseball Weekly segment with Eno Harris. Saris, son of a bitch. Hold on. Remix. Brought to you by Seven Mile Casino, just seven minutes from the ballpark, by the Bay in Chula Vista. Here's Eno Saris with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Eno joining us at our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. And let me ask you, Eno, did you ever think that when we talked to you on this last day, last Thursday of the regular season, the Padres would still be mathematically alive. Yes, for a he did. Spot. He told us. He told us all year it was going to turn around. <laughs> so, yes, your answer better be yes, unequivocally. Uh, yeah. Well, in April, yes. Sure. Last Thursday, not probably way. not. <laughs> not this way. But uh, I do think it's, uh, it's kind of hilarious um, that parallels. I've just been, you know, I've been, I, I've attended the Snell Webb game as a fan with the family. Um, my son had the chance to interview Snell, and so he really wanted to go to that game. Uh, and then I went and covered the next day uh, after Logan Webb made some comments about the clubhouse there. Um, and uh, I have to say, I, I saw some parallels, some teams in disarray, yep. and some managers acting like I haven't maybe ever seen them act before. I mean, Melvin's post-game comments, where he's like, I guess that's what we're doing now. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's wild. That's, that's the most checked out I've ever seen him. And I've seen Melvin cover – I've seen Melvin manage ace teams that were that were going to lose 110, you know. Um, so that was that was crazy. And then Kapler uh, taking John Brebbia out of the game where they're, like, wrestling with each other. It was wild. And Kapler's, Kapler's trying to have a smile on his face, but you know he's not happy. He has this Cheshire Cat crazy man smile on his face, um, and 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 hits you know Brebbia pretty hard on the on the butt so that Brebbia's glove falls off. I mean that whole exchange was like, you guys are on edge. You know this is 
you have had enough and, and, and there's some real paranoia. And I have to say this too, coaches on both staffs are super paranoid. (laughs) Everybody is like really worried about what's going to come this off season in terms of changing personnel and, and what's going to happen. So uh, just a weird, weird series with paranoia and, and comments from players about each other, managers, comments. I mean, just so much paranoia. It, and, and we've all been there, right? I mean, we've all been in, in a job before. Everyone listening, too, has probably been in a job where you're like, I'm waiting on the, the axe, or like in our case, we're waiting right. for the station to just stop existing, and that happened to us. And <laughs> like, yeah. it's the worst. It, you can't sleep, you can't eat, or you overeat, you and don't want to do, do anything all, about it. You just stare at your phone and you're like, oh my God, when are we going to get the call? And it is, uh, right. I can't imagine, man. I really, you know, I can't actually imagine, but, you know, you think about baseball, the turnover is just ungodly. I mean, it's ungodly, especially yeah. here in San Diego. You know, it's been, it's been insane, uh, in AJ Preller's tenure, the amount of coaches and and players that have, have come through here—it's hard to uh, hard to yeah. account for. Yeah, and you know, I think being a major league coach or manager is one of the toughest things in baseball because of that. I think I've done the math where the average tenure of like a hitting coach is like a year and a half. Uh, you know, the average tenure of a pitching coach a little bit longer, and then the average tenure of a manager is like three years, which. Sounds impressive compared to the other guys, but it's really not that impressive. If you had to change your job every three years, like that would be pretty intense. So let me ask you, you know, since you saw this team in person this week, Padres have the best record in Major League Baseball in September. They've won 11 of their last 13. Is this real? A mirage? What, what's your kind of analysis of the Padres here in September? Have they figured it out? Is this simply they're playing bad teams, so they're beating up on them finally? Although they didn't have trouble against the good teams. It was the bad teams they didn't beat up on earlier this season. Yeah, I can't explain it. I think it's just the, the ebb and flow. Um, you know, I do think that sometimes uh, chemistry in a, in, a, in a clubhouse can take some time. And especially when you, this is almost unprecedented. I mean, I think it's, I mean, literally is unprecedented in terms of money because that's how money works. It gets, numbers get bigger, you know, but, um, you know, just to have this many high paid position players in one clubhouse is not, not something that's happened a lot. And, you know, I wonder if, uh, at some point when you feel like, yeah, you know, it's kind of a crazy season. It's not going to go our way. And everyone just sort of relaxes a little bit because they just feel like, okay, what are you going to do? Just go out there and play, you know? I think, why is Manny out there right now? It's like, you know, he's going to have off-season surgery. You know, he's out there just because he can play baseball still. And it's still meaningful. And, you know, he can he can be out there. So um, that, that sort of describes to me the kind of the, the sort of settling that can happen in this kind of season. Talking to our pal Eno Saris from The Athletic here on Ben & Woods this morning. And uh, Mike Petriello, and I saw you retweet his piece on MLB.com about uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. And I, I don't know that – I've seen a lot of – well, mostly Dodger fans dismiss what he's done this season because they want Mookie Betts to win the MVP. And, hey, that's understandable. Mookie's had a phenomenal season as well uh, in the leadoff spot for the Dodgers. But – when you look at what Ronald Acuna Jr. has done this year, especially coming off of like the the, the knee, uh, just kind of try to paint a picture for us of of what 
what he's been able to do this year. And I know uh, Mike Petriello talks about cutting his strikeout rate in half. How does that happen? How does one do that? Yeah. You know, I had a hitting coach text me recently. You know, how many players do you think have really ever changed their plate discipline? You know, suggesting to me that, like, plate discipline on some level is innate, whether or not a guy yeah. you know, swings at pitches outside the zone, stuff like that. And I did look through, and I, and I was like, wow, even the people I thought improved, you know, either were just young and hadn't shown us their true talent yet or this or that. Acuna is one of the few people where I was like, here's a guy who was more of a free swinger when he got into the league and really cut it. Um, and then on top of that, cut his strikeout rate in half by improving his ability to hit fastballs. And one of the ways he did it was by fouling off balls that he used to whiff on. So adding that sort of gritty at bat yes. level to plus bat speed that could already hit tons of homers um, is that kind of advancement. I think it's super rare. I think that's even, I don't know, it's, it's more rare than just Mookie came in into the league with great discipline or great contact ability. He's added some bat speed. That's less rare, I think. There are people who've come in with the ability to make contact and added bat speed as they filled out, got stronger, and so, and so on. So, but Mookie is also super rare in that he's gone back to second base. He's played shortstop this year. I know that Acuna hasn't had that chance because the Giants, I mean, the, the Braves have really great players at, his, at those positions. But at the same time, I would not put Acuna at shortstop. You know, yeah. I would not put Acuna at second base. I don't think he can do those things. He's not actually even a really great outfielder. So you are looking at someone who is offensively great versus another player who's offensively great but also adds a little bit more of a defensive component. So I can see why it's close. But when it's close like this, and I don't think, I don't think war is a, a thing that we should look at to the decimal point. So when you've got two guys who are basically tied in war – I think you go closer to the offensive stats because they're better. Offensive stats are better than defensive stats. Yep. I think that's something that everybody that works in stats knows. And so you have to start with the offensive stats if you have a tie. You know, I saw a list yesterday, and I don't have it in front of me, but of the, the key pitchers who are currently out injured or at least facing injury concerns on playoff teams, like going into the postseason, I'm sure you kind of have an idea of some of the guys I'm talking about. How do you think that's going to impact the postseason? The amount of star pitchers that may or may not be available or, or you know, at their best going into the playoffs that we're kind of not thinking about right now. I mean, I think the the, the team I think of right away is the Braves because with Charlie Morton and Max Fried out for that first divisional series, they're uh, they're they're going to have to pitch pitchers that I don't think are that very that good. You know, uh, Bryce Elder had a, had a good run, but, you know, uh, he was allowing a lot of contact and he doesn't throw hard and the movement is not special. So I would, I would say that, you know, having to throw guys like Bryce Elder and Kyle Wright is a disadvantage for those Braves. Um, maybe they can do it with some, some bullpen games or just using Bryce Elder for two innings, but that's the, the team I think of right away as, uh, hurting the most in, in terms of starting pitching. And it's all, that one Achilles heel for a team that's got the best offense maybe ever. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to watch. And, and you know, Ed, if you're – everybody knows what happened last year to the 111-win Dodgers. You know, there's just it, – it's such a different game. And I, I brought it up earlier in the week. I saw a stat about 
uh, teams that out homer uh, teams in the playoffs. And if you can slug and you can hit home runs in the playoffs, it, the the record you know is like astounding. If you out homer your opponent, um, it, the records are unbelievable in favor of the teams that can hit bombs. That's why I look at a team like the Phillies. You know, Kyle Schwarber <laughs> batting batting one ninety six with forty five bombs is just he probably drives. Old heads crazy. Uh, what is your kind of overall thought? I mean, they they hit the guy in the leadoff spot. He's got forty five dongs this year, um, but can't you know? It's single or, or walk or, or strike out or bust. Or well, he, he walks. Yeah, he walks. Yeah, he walks. That's yeah. What, yeah, but you know, it's just weird. It is an odd, odd duck. But he is a guy. He's a guy you don't want to face in October, and as we know. Yeah, yeah. I think um, you know they uh, they're a great offense. And actually, I don't know if people appreciate how great their bullpen is. Uh, they go six deep with hundreds and nasty breaking balls. And, you know, they got this kid, Orion Kirkering, up who, oh you know, just God. blew through the minor leagues this year, throws 100 and has an 88-mile-an-hour two-plane slider that's just super nasty. And no one's seen him. Yeah. So like you know like that, that remember when Francisco Rodriguez yes. no one had seen him and he just blew through those 2002 playoffs and just nobody and like nobody had an answer for him so I, I have the Phillies circled as an interesting team um, and you know the Dodgers can slug too uh, but they have they have that same pitching concern as the Braves the one thing is I sort of believe in the young pitchers on the Dodgers more than the young pitchers on the Braves somebody like Bobby Miller to me looks like an ace. Uh, in the making. So, um, you know, the Dodgers may be able to fake their way through, uh, you know, a little bit better than the Braves. So, but the Phillies are a, an absolute wild card that could go all the way again. I love the Phillies have an Orion and a Sir Anthony in their bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to create the all bullpen name team at some point. All right, you know, before you go, assuming it's not the pod race, because we still have the sequence of, you know, 14 things that still need to happen for the Padres to get into the playoffs. And it's probably not going to be the Reds either. Cubs or Marlins for the last wild card spot in the NL. It's very the numbers actually favor the Marlins. I've seen they're tied. The Marlins have the tiebreaker going into these last four games. What? How do you kind of break that one down? I just think the Cubs are a better team. Uh, you know, I can point to run differential. I know that uh, your listeners are a little tired. I think yeah. you guys. It's are like 150 difference <laughs> between the two teams. It's nuts. Most of us are tired. Ben is not tired of run, run differential talk. <laughs> uh, uh, I just think they're a better team, so I'm just going to go with the better team. I, the Marlins' offense to me is super hit or miss. Um, and yes, they have Luis Arias, but Cubs have a harder schedule. Him. I mean, Braves and and Brewers versus Mets and Pirates, but the Braves and Brewers don't but, have anything to play for. Facing, yes, yes, exactly. When you're facing contenders that are more worried about how to set up their rotation for the postseason, maybe you don't even see Spencer Strider. You know, like, and if you don't see Spencer Strider or Charlie Morton or Max Fried. How you know scary are those Braves? It's going to be you know a slugfest, and the Cubs have a pretty good offense. So you know there's 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 different ways where um, the last three games. I mean anybody who plays fantasy knows the last three games of the season are just awful in any sport really. Uh, the last the last week of the season is just you know just full of DNPs, uh, yeah. coaches' decisions. 
Yeah, no doubt. Uh, before you go, you know, we'll let you go, but I, I wanted to highlight a piece that was written about you and put you on the spot, embarrass you a little bit. Uh, <laughs> goodbeerhunting.com. It's uh, no rally caps needed. Catching some optimism with Eno Saris. I uh, had a chance to read uh, through it. It's really well done. It's probably embarrassing for you, but uh, it's a testament to uh, the adjective that was, was used to describe Eno Saris is that Eno has a quality they call hangoutiness. And I said, well, that's maybe the best. I experienced that at Petco Park yes. earlier this year. Ernie, you know, was a good hangout Enos kind of guy. He's got that thing. And uh, I retweeted it for our listeners to go read. It's really well done. What's that like, man, sitting down to do a very in-depth piece about not another, not a player, but yourself? Yeah, well, two things. One uh, that was really weird was I tried to, like, feed him some numbers of friends and people, but he found all those people by himself. He would not take any help from me. That's so, awesome. Uh, just sort of opening it up and being like, oh, Ethan, I haven't heard from him in a while. You know, So you know, it was kind of funny to see who he got. Um, and then there was this nervousness about someone shaping the narrative about you, uh, which I thought was uh, really was important almost for me to feel because I shape narratives yeah. around players. It's a good point, man. And really so, good point. You know, that made me understand the nervousness they have about media a little bit better. Um, and I, it's something that I, I think about when I'm writing about a player uh, to, to kind of treat them in the best light a, a, that I can. Um, but it would really hit home that, like, when somebody else is in charge of your narrative about your life, it can be really nerve-wracking. So I respect uh, all the players that, you know, sort of let me talk about them, let me write about them. Woods is actually in charge of the narrative about my life. That's true. So, I uh, am. Yeah. <laughs> you know, appreciate it. Uh, we'll talk to you during the playoffs, but uh, thank you for the regular season. It was great. All right. Thanks for having me. That was Eno Saris, sponsored by Seven Mile Casino, featuring all of your favorite table games, like California-style blackjack, poker, and baccarat, just seven minutes from the ballpark. Eno and all of our guests appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads, and the smart baseball is not over. It just continues in a different form. Coming up to kick off our 9 a.m. hour next, Kyle Body from Driveline is going to join us. He's already tweeted out our our teaser that uh, he's looking forward to this and expecting to talk a little bit about the Padres and uh, I want to ask him uh, uh, what he's kind of heard about the Padres. We know they're building that biomechanics lab at, at Point Loma Nazarene PLNU. Yep. And, you know, what he's heard about their advanced technologies that they're trying to use to improve their own players. Because, you know, they've had some players who've gone to driveline, as most teams have. But uh, we will get some inside scoop from Kyle Body coming up next in our final hour of Ben and Woods. Do not go away. You're listening to San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. We'll be right back. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.